There are two small lakes in Glacier National Park called Snow Moon and Falling Leaf. These lakes are so beautiful. They have the luminous glow of that glacial blue-green of the water that has melted and collected as this bowl of beauty. The day that I visited Snow Moon and Falling Leaf, ice was still around the shore, and underneath a thin layer of ice, wildflowers were blooming as if they did not know it was supposed to be too cold. It was amazing. Now, there is no official trail to Snow Moon and Falling Leaf Lakes. You take the trail to Mini Glacier, and then you break off on a goat path to go around Mount Allen. Now, I became friends when I was there that summer with Patrick Galvin, and Patrick's family had lived on Lake McDonald from before the time when that place became a national park. So Patrick knew every trail, every place that was wonderful and magnificent. And so Patrick and I would hike every time that I was not being a waitress at Lake McDonald Lodge, which was truly a disaster. I had gone to be Christian minister in the national parks, but you also had to work in the lodge, and it was truly a disaster. But Patrick and I hiked, and one day he invited me to go with his family to Snow Moon and Falling Leaf. And we walked along this goat path and went over a cliff or around a cliff. You had to be prepared for shale that would slide under your feet, and we had to scramble up some rocky places. And we had to listen to Patrick tell us about the time in the late 19th century when the trail froze over and a hiker slid to his death at the bottom of the mountain. It was all worth it to experience the overwhelming awe of the beauty of that place. When I first read this passage from the letter to the Hebrews, I wondered, well, is God a consuming fire or is God not a consuming fire? Because the passage starts out and it tells us that God is not a consuming fire, that we need not be afraid. That God is not terribly vengeful or was but is no longer and we do not have to fear and we can trust God and come to a glorious, wondrous celebration in God's presence. But then God is shaking heaven and earth, and God is a consuming fire. And so I was left wondering, well, which is it? Or is it one thing and then another? Is God vengeful and compassionate, going back between being angry and being delighted? How are we 
supposed to approach this kind of God? And would we even want to? Sometimes I hear people explain God and the multiple images that we have of God as that, well, the God of the Old Testament is the wrathful God, and that's all the wars, and that's the terrifying God. But in Jesus Christ, we have the loving side of God, and God comes to us in the tender baby Jesus. It's not true that that is. Yes, God comes to us in the loving, tender Jesus. But there is not a different God from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Hear the words of the psalmist again. My God is my rock and my refuge, a safe place. On God I have leaned from my youth. It is God who took me from my mother's womb. How more tender and compassionate and loving and kind is that God of the Old Testament. And if we were to take Matthew's Gospel and Jesus' parallel parables, literally, we would have to ask ourselves very seriously about that lake of fire and the weeping and gnashing of teeth in the eternal void. So what is going on here? What are we to do with these images of Scripture that so contradict one another? Let's go to our passage. The first word in this letter about God is the word grace. See that all of you know the grace of God. This letter is not written to an individual. This letter is written to a church to a community, see that all of you know the mercy and the compassion and the forgiveness of God. souls are at stake here. The spirit of life and joy that is within us and the health of the core of our being is what is at risk. The seat of joy and love and hope and God says this is for all. Be sure everyone gets that. One of the rules of interpretation in the Reformed faith is 
the rule of love. Any interpretation that would deny or contradict the love of God must be rejected. Must be. The writer says, Come to the mountain and claim God's grace. Go up to Zion, the heavenly city of God, the kingdom of God. You do not approach God in terror. You find God's kingdom of celebration and abundant joy, beauty and peace, and souls healed. But do not expect the path will always be easy or gentle or entertaining. The path up the mountain is the way of God's love, and the way of God's love is beautiful, and we will see amazing sights, flowers that bloom delicately under the ice, hope. I watched a video of what is happening in Baton Rouge and the terrible flooding there, and I watched as some deputies from East Baton Rouge went in the boat down rivers that were streets looking for people who were stuck in their homes. And they saw a family waving from a dormer window on above the second story. And they pulled the boat up to just below the roof and the family passed out a laundry basket with clothes and a loaf of bread and a couple of purses and their dog. And then the family climbed out one by one and slid down the shingles of the roof to climb into the boat that would take them to where it was safe and dry. We see these beautiful, amazing things on that climb on that way of God's love as we seek that grace. But we also know that the path can be dangerous. The way of love. means being prepared to slip on loose shale to have it slide out from underneath our feet. It can certainly mean having to scramble up some rocky inclines. Love <laughs> is powerful. We can love people who do not love us back. Extending grace to those others would condemn can get us into trouble. We have to be prepared to be changed. Bob Day sent me an article about Cecilia Marshall, the wife of the Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. Sissy was born in, the born in Hawaii to immigrant parents who were from the Philippines, and her father sent her to New York City because she wanted to marry a boy from the Philippines who had a different dialect from her family. He said, go to New York City, 
go to school, and a year from now, if you want to come home, you still love him, then fine. But she stayed in New York City. And so he said, okay, if you're going to stay in New York City, you have to support yourself. And so she went to the employment office, and the clerk in the employment office saw the dark color of her skin and sent her down to the NAACP. She did not know about racism. She had not experienced that struggle. But there she was thrown into people who were fighting for justice. And she learned about what it was like not to be able to eat at a restaurant or to have to stay in locals' homes because they could not stay at the hotel when they were litigating cases for justice. And she thanks God that that clerk sent her there. She thanks God that she was able to be blessed in such a way as to be with those people who addressed suffering and fought for justice. She thanks God for that wonderful blessing of being in awe of the power of God at work in the dangerous places so that everyone could know God's grace. And when Thurgood Marshall proposed marriage, he was black, and she was not. And so she declined because it could hurt his career. And he said, so what? And married her anyway. I love the part of the story that Thurgood Marshall was sworn in as Supreme Court Justice by Justice Hugo Black, who was once a member of the Ku Klux Klan. He had rejected that as a justice, but he had been changed. On the way up the mountain, our worlds will be shaken. Certainly God does try to shake all the sadness and bitterness and unkindness and injustice out of our lives. All to reveal to us God's unshakable kingdom. That reality of God's love and justice that nothing can take away. So how do we approach God? This God who loves us, who shakes us, who will burn through our souls until we are transformed and made whole? How are we to approach this God? as Sissy Marshall did. 
giving thanks for the blessing of that overwhelming experience of God's love and worshiping in reverence and in awe. Thanks be to God. Amen.